The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out today in the house. Joy Akins. Hello, Joy. How's it going? Hey, it's good to see you. You guys, 100 episodes. I know. Yeah. I would have lost that bet. (laughs) Nobody would have thought that Ebony and I would be in the same place for a hundred episodes. Isn't that amazing? No, no. It is. It is amazing. I'm stunned. So I would have lost. It's amazing. And it just keeps getting better and better. (laughs) So thank thank you you guys for sharing the stories of our small businesses and what's happening in this community. It's really inspiring. It's fun. It's, I get giddy about it. Even working with Ebony, I still get giddy (laughs) about small business. Oh yes. It's been wonderful. And a lot of you as listeners will know that we've had Joy on here before. And that episode 21 is the one she talked about her own small business. But today, you're here for a very special episode as the chair of the Wichita Chamber in 2023. That's right. I The mantle has fallen. Yes. <laughs> fallen? <laughs> Upon my shoulders. Okay. <laughs> and here nice. you are in all, that capacity. All grown up. Yes. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a really exciting year. So just remind us, if you will, you've been a member of the Chamber for how long? We joined in 2011. 2011. And you've seen many changes within the organization from 11 till now. There have been a lot of things. I was thinking the other day that my first event at the chamber was the CEO Roundtable. Hmm. It was in November 2011. It was at High Touch. And I strategically positioned myself to sit at the table with Wayne Chambers, who I had never Mm -hmm. met. But he was in the technology field. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to meet him. And the topic of the day was around retaining employees. That hasn't changed. But what was funny to me was I didn't have any employees. So I was showing up to talk about that with other small business owners. But it was great to meet Wayne. Wayne was one of the chairs, one of the past chairs of the chamber. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I had no idea that's where he was going. So it was a great place to meet and start to network with people, build community. That's awesome. So it's interesting. I, I, I am curious, from that initial meeting with the chamber, did you ever see yourself sitting as the chair? Oh, no. Would you have imagined that? (laughs) Never. No. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Was not a part of my strategic plan for for my life. (laughs) But here you are, right? And I'm interested. And, you know, I'm I'm sure other people might be interested in this as well. But 
why? Why the chair? What made you be interested in serving as opposed to just being a member? Well, I think in some somewhere along the way, Phyllis Robertson, who worked at the chamber, asked mm-hmm. me, hey, Joy, uh, you have some ideas and they, they seem good, she said to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure about that. But she said, would you be willing to serve on our small business committee? And I think that started the journey. I, I said, well, sure, I'll come and I'll sit and I'll listen and um, and then I came and I talked instead of listening because mm-hmm. that's uh, that was just what I did. And um, I believe Scott Schwindeman was the vice chair of small mm. business at the time. Schwindeman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to know each other. And he invited me to an honors night. And the next day he called me and said, I would like to ask you to serve on our board. And so I thought, serve on the board of the Wichita Chamber. That I can't do that. Mm. Uh, that's too big for me. But knowing Scott and some of the other board members and that they were asking me to be a voice for small business, I thought, you know, this is a chance to represent the many, many men and women who serve around our community, often unseen and their stories not told. Mm -hmm. So I consented and I went to the first meeting and I don't think I opened my mouth once. And afterwards, Scott pulled me aside and he said, Joy, you didn't say anything during that meeting. And I said, Scott, I'm trying to like just ease in. And then he said, "Uh, that's not why I put you on the board. (laughs) (laughs) You need to be joy and start talking. (laughs) So I think that just, um, for me, it started as a labor of love just to represent the men and women around me who serve every day in this community and then to try and ask good questions and help the chamber find the right direction to serve them and large businesses, because really we need all of our businesses in this region to do well, mm-hmm. to be strong. Mm-hmm. So I love that insight. And, you know, I when I see Strindeman, I'm going to thank him for pushing <laughs> you and making you, mm-hmm. you know, feel comfortable enough to be yourself and to challenge things and ask questions. Yeah, he and the other chairs since him have all been really supportive of me and over the years reached out, encouraged me, taken my questions and my thoughts seriously. And I, I told someone from Kansas Leadership Center not that long ago, I didn't have any authority I just tried to exercise the leadership I had. What mm-hmm. was the influence I had and and see where that would go. And so it's been interesting because in 2018, I did a study for the chamber on their membership breakout and talked to the board about how so many of the members of the board of the chamber are small business. It's over 80 mm-hmm. percent, have fewer than 100 employees. And then during that meeting, I asked, I broke each I broke the employee structure down and asked people to stand based on the size of their business. And when we got down to the smaller businesses, there were only one or two of us in the room that were from small Mm. business. So at the board retreat in November, I did the same exact exercise. And I said, everyone that is representing a business, 100 or fewer stand. And it was about half of the room. And I think that's exciting because it says that our membership and our leadership are reflective of each other. We're making sure that we're listening to everyone Mm -hmm. that has a part to play in this ecosystem and trying to make sure that we meet the needs of of those at the chamber. I love that. That is a real testament to uh, the work that the board has done to make certain that it is reflective and that it is diverse on the board and getting the different types of business owners in the room to talk about what their business is going through, right? 
Yeah, I mean, think that's been exciting. And during the pandemic, it was really great to have everybody at the table trying to figure out how we help everyone. So, you know, we just had the annual event, right? And uh, you gave some really great words of encouragement in, mm-hmm. your, in your speech. <laughs> I was there front As and you center <laughs> watching you. But, but, but it, was, it was great. So, well, one, were you scared? You can tell us. Were you scared to get on that big stage? I was nervous the day before and the morning of because I realized I was too short to use the teleprompter. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want to fool around with stepping on boxes and all of that. I'm too clumsy for that. So I was nervous about getting the speech together. But and and to be frank, I've never spoken to a thousand people. So, you know, sensing the moment and what was going on was interesting. But I also when people started showing up, I felt like these are my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I went around, I saw so many people that I've known for years. So many of the chairs, I mean, Scott and his wife were there and Bill Wood and others, mm-hmm. the Berries were there. And so just to have those relationships in the room, you just start realizing, well, this is, these are my friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they probably know what I'm going to say because I've talked about this my entire career. And so we're just going to, I'm just going to talk to them. So I was excited. I, I really was blown away by Damon and Arthur Brooks and what they brought to the table. I thought that was exciting. And I think what we're going to talk about this next year will build on that momentum. Mm-hmm. Well, what? so thank you for, you know, segueing into that. What are we going to talk about in 2023? You have some pretty bold ideas, which you've been talking about since 2011, right? <laughs> so uh, let's talk about how you see that vision coming forward in your your reign as chair. Right. So I what I'm really passionate about, and I think what we as a community are really great at, is making faithful investments in people. Some people might call that mentoring or coaching or whatever you want to call it. It's that thing that Wichita does better than any other place I've ever lived. And Mm -hmm. just remember, I've lived in a dozen cities in four different states. I've never seen a community where so many people from different backgrounds in different parts of the city will invest in other people the way Wichita does. And it was apparent to me, uh, so when I met my husband, he was investing in other people. He's a Wichita native. We lived in Colorado. He was picking up the elderly for church on Sunday morning and driving women from China to English language classes in the evening. And I thought that was interesting and special. And then I met his family and I realized they did those things. Mm -hmm. And then we moved here and I realized this is the DNA of this community. That's why they do those things because they're from here. And it inspired me to continue in that vein. So I think that's our secret sauce and we need to yell it from the mountaintops and lean in and do more of it. I saw you on stage a few weeks ago and I was just proud, like a proud papa. Yeah. I mean, it was just, <laughs> uh, and then I was reflecting back, where did we first meet? And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we, we met at a chamber mixer at Chilton Billiards. Could that be possible back in 2012-ish? Could be. 2011? The first time I really remember talking with you was on City to City to Austin. So apparently my first interaction was, was not, not memorable. memorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, got that. Are you sure? I think so. I okay. thought we were. Did you ever go to a, a Chilton's? I did, but I thought that was after City to City. 
Oh, well, maybe not, that could be possible. <laughs> I got them flipped around. OK, but the point was the point was we were we, playing we pool. Yeah, we were playing pool <laughs> at Austin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against Pickard. Bill Pickard. Bill Pickard. And Joe Johnson. And Joe Johnson. Uh, that means you guys lost. Matt, uh, I think we Matt beat Jordan. them like they stole something. No, I really think they, I, there's did, no did way. Did we beat them? I think they let me win. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bill Johnson alone. I know. I know. I, know. Uh, I, I felt. Know. So, and, you know, that's a great example, Don, because I went on the city to city trip. And I really didn't feel like I was going to know anyone. Matt Jordan was on the trip. He mm-hmm. was one of my clients. Introduced me to Janetta mm-hmm. Everett. And then I knew Bill Pickert from BKD, now Forbes, because he was one of my clients. And the two of them, and, and I sort of know J- knew Joe because of my school board work. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that people sort of came around me and invested in me, even on that trip, and helped me meet other people and you know, I didn't know what I was going to do during free time. And all of a sudden, there I had go. four friends to go play pool with, which, yeah, by the way, cool. I'm not very good. So if they, if I won, it was because somebody let me. <laughs> exactly. So you said you didn't aspire to be a chamber pres. I mean, I've been on the chamber before, and I didn't aspire to be one either. But when they asked you to do it, why did you say yes? You could have said, uh, you know, time is not right. Um, you know, building up Cornerstone data. We just moved. We just merged with, I think, your husband's company or whatever or something like that. Yeah, none of that had happened yet. So it was back in 2020. It was in the middle of the pandemic, really. And they, what they do is they ambush you. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know. I love podcasts. You get the raw. (laughs) Uh, Michael Monteferrandi with who was the chair. Uh, of course. He was the past chair at the time in right. 2020, and Janetta was the chair. So we've done work with, some work with Envision, and Michael called me and asked me if I could come over and meet with him about a project. And <laughs> I assumed he meant maybe <laughs> that Envision would do some you work with watch, us. gotta watch Michael, boy. Yes. So I show up <laughs> at Envision, and I, and I wasn't doing a lot of in-person meetings because it's like June of the pandemic, and he, um, so, but I agreed to come to the meeting if everyone wore a mask. And so I showed up and the person at the front desk told me that, well, Michael forgot we were having a meeting. And I said, well, I can go away and come back another day. And she said, no, he wants you to hang on. So I, I sat downstairs and waited and Michael came and he got me and he said, well, we're going to go to the floor. And so he had, we head up to this room and I walk around the corner and sitting on couches are, Janetta and Ben Hutton and Damon Young. Oh, wow. And I, I realized this was not a meeting about a project for Envision. Right. And so in that moment, as we talked about what they what we were what they were asking me, and I listened to their question and I was thinking, you know, that I couldn't do that. I'm I I didn't think I could do that. But I started asking them questions. What were they wanting to do? What did they want to accomplish? What did being chair mean to them? And as they built out their vision about the year that they would lead and what they were going to emphasize, I realized that what I was passionate about fit right after what they were passionate about. Nice. So, you know, you've got Janetta talking about leveling up Mm -hmm. on our diversity and Ben talking about leading well. Mm -hmm. And you've got Damon talking about trusting and transforming, building trust to transform. 
And I thought what all of these things have in common is they require an investment in people. Mm. And that's what I'm passionate about. So it fits and it and it builds on the next thing. And so, you know, I I did not give an answer that moment because of course you have to go and think and talk to your family and make sure they're right. on board. But um and really, Eric and I's move in together and um, use, merging our data teams and mm-hmm. putting some standards around there was all in preparation for this year so that I could be in a place where my business would would still do well while I'm doing this extra work. Well, I think it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. And then when we come back, we'll have more from our 2023 Chamber Board Chair. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at CokeICT.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We are here with Miss Joy Akins, and we're talking about the Chamber of Commerce, your favorite subject, obviously, right? So, Joy, I'm really excited about 2023. You and Don were talking about some of the past city-to-city trips, but I'd like, if you don't mind, us to talk about the one we just came back from, right? The one in Minneapolis. And there's some initiatives that typically every year when we go on these trips, we say, oh man, these are some things, some cool ideas that we can come back and implement in Wichita. And sometimes we do, and sometimes it takes smaller groups to make them happen. And they're successful. And then sometimes we have all this energy and then we, you know, get back and then we're back to the daily grind, right? (laughs) And so we forget about it. Um, But one of the things that I'm really excited that came out of this past city to city trip is the potential for creating a dashboard for measurement and measuring our community's progress. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and why it's important? Sure. So one of the things that Minneapolis does is they have set up a dashboard to look at how they're making progress and some of their sticky issues, like minority business ownership would be one. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we came back with, well, before we went, Damon Damon knew the people who ran this organization and had worked with them. And so they did a presentation and talked with us to think about what that might look like if we did it in Wichita. So there have been attempts before in other organizations or even through things like visioneering to create this type of dashboarding. And we've struggled with kind of the process and how to do that. And lots of different organizations are tracking much of the data we would want. So what we've decided to do when we came back is we've put together a pilot group and we're going to pilot some dashboarding and we're going to make this an iterative approach. And it's one of the things, you know, we're it's kind of fun that I'm coming behind Damon because this is what we do for a living. One of the things we found is really helpful for organizations is if they build these approaches to measurement in an iterative way and they learn from the process and then they build on it. So 
We're working on a pilot program right now to put together some kind of a dashboard for the community that'll pick some of the items that we think are important to look at. Mm-hmm. It will, and these, and then we'll look at what are the metrics that tell us if we're going to make progress on that uh, dashboard, and then begin. To, and how would we measure those? And where would those measurements come from? And then we're going to see where it takes us. Yeah. And how much, you know, what what can we get? But I think it's important to know if the changes you're making have impact. Exactly. But I also think, and I said this in my speech the other night, the kinds of problems that we're looking at measuring take a long time to see real impact in data. And so one of the things we have to be careful about is not measuring too soon and then thinking, oh, well, it's not working and quitting Mm -hmm. too soon. And so that's part of the difficulty of these dashboards is they, they do take decades sometimes to see the real change that you want. And so just any measurable progress at all is a win. And how do you celebrate that yeah. as a community? Yeah. So. so will you guys be able to pick some of those items that we can see some uh, some changes, some, some short-term changes, as well as the long-term changes on the dashboard? Because if we're using it, and I'm just envisioning how I would, so I'm, I'm being a little selfish <laughs> here, right? Yeah. So how do we best, Shocker. as economic developers or just as community members, how do we best sell this city with the, these data points, right? Yeah, I think the, the so the, the dashboard kind of tells you this is where we were the last time we took a measurement, right? Mm-hmm. And most of the dashboard work that Minnesota has, it comes out every year. And because of the pandemic, it's not coming out this year. They don't have data. And it's two years behind mm-hmm. when that data comes out. So mm-hmm. one of the things we want to look at is what are the metrics, the key metrics that tell you if you're making progress toward that end number in the dashboard. And that's the harder part to understand, okay? So if you say we want to increase minority business ownership, then you maybe measure the number of businesses owned by minority businesses. That takes a long time to see that maybe change. So what are the metrics that tell you if you're heading the right way in mm-hmm. that goal and ha- and that maybe show up more often quarterly or annually so that you can get a better idea? Or if you want to do some measurement around mental health. So what so if you want to see mental health getting better and more opportunity for people to get services, then what are the metrics along the way that you would think about that would make sure you're, you're heading in the right mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. and the things you need? And so part of that is, you know, convening the right groups of people to help us understand some of those issues and make sure that we're measuring what we think we should. And then having curious people say, are there other things we should be measuring right. in that same space? And that's where analysts are so amazing. And we have some really incredible ones across the city doing this work. Well, I know if anyone can do it, it's, you know, you. You can bring this to fruition, right? Someone who's a mathematician, computer scientist, data guru. (laughs) It's you, I'm quite certain. So another one of your things I think is you get the pleasure of doing is revisiting the strategic plan. Is that correct? That's right. So in 2019, we set a strategic plan, the board did, with some pillars that have been really important for us as an organization and a roadmap, and we followed that. But but now we're after the pandemic. We mm-hmm. have new leadership in John Rolfe as CEO of the board, yeah. and we have some new challenges. And so my goal with the strategy is not just to say, okay, let's do everything better, but it's to say, what are the strategic things that we can do that will improve us as an organization over the next three to five years? And where are the places we should be putting investments in that help us get there? So it's not just do more, 
better, but what are the right things we do to make sure that we're meeting the needs of the business Mm -hmm. that we serve? So coming up in about a month, we're going to be at Interest Bank Arena. We're there every year for the chair's lunch. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm excited about the chair's lunch. So the challenge given to me by Ben Hutton was a year before it's your time to do this, you should have these things in place. So in essence, what he was saying is at Damon's annual meeting, you should know who you want for your annual meeting. Mm. He said that to me in January of last year, and I thought, well, that probably means by chair's lunch of 2022, I should know what I want for my chair's lunch of 2023. And I have. Okay. I've been working on this. I'm very excited about it and very excited to be talking in more depth about this idea of faithful investment in people. So at the chair's lunch, we're going to have a panel of Wichitans that you may or may not know. Mm. These are not the people that you see in the headlines every day, but they are people who serve in our community in impactful ways. And the other part of their story is all of them had faithful investments made in their lives by other people in Wichita decades ago. And so we're going to tie out this idea that we are good at faithful investments. And when we do them well, this is the result Mm -hmm. that we have in our community. And I decided that for this chair's lunch, I specifically didn't want to go out of outside of Wichita and bring in an expert because I think we are the experts in this. Boom. That's it. I think we are. I think we have organizations that are expert at this I think our people are good at it. And I think there's something for us to talk about ourselves. Um, And so we'll we'll look at that. We'll talk with them about what it would have looked like if people had measured too soon and decided, you know, this isn't working, so I'm going to quit on this individual, what that would have looked like. And think about what that would have looked like for us today if these people weren't serving and hadn't been in the positions they were in in the last five, 10 years in their lives. So I I think it'll be inspiring, and I think it will call us to that idea that we can't quit. It's really easy post-pandemic with the stress and the anxiety and trying to figure out what to do next in your business to feel like it's too hard to keep going. And, you know, I was thinking this morning, last night I was— totally binge watching Netflix (laughs) and something I've even seen before. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I thought, you know, that was, that's a moment where you, there's, there's a place for that, but there are moments where you need to get up off the couch and stop that and get back into life with other people. And this is that moment for Wichita. Excellent. I love, yeah, I love going to the event every year. It's just, and it's going to be at interest bank arena in case you want to go. I hope you do. It's going to be on February 8th. Uh, Go to the Chamber website to get more information and to register to attend. Well, that's it. I mean, I I think that we have gained all the information that we can gain or insight that we can gain for 2023. I look forward to a very successful year and looking forward to the to the chair's lunch, which uh, I'll see all of you there. I'm quite certain of it. It's, It's the place to be. If you're not there, you're square. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> you're missing out. But if you're a small business and you can't take off from your business, one of the things we've been doing over the years of the chamber is recording those events so that our small businesses who have to be in their business during the day mm-hmm. can try and watch them on the weekends. So yeah. you should be there. If there's any way possible, it's going to be a moment you don't want to miss. But if you can't, we will find a way to have your back, small businesses. I love that. 
Excellent. I didn't know that you, we recorded it and had it on there. So it's on the website. Will they be able to? It's behind the membership login. Wonderful. Which is another great reason to join the yep. chamber. Yes. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. We have lots of opportunities. And it's just something we noticed a long time ago. If a small business owner has to leave their business to come to a chamber event, it can cost them a third of their revenue that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And so if we can find a way to support them, we will. Wow. Perfect. Don, ready for... Some word association. Yeah. We have some new words. Oh. And hopefully this. And I didn't see the list ahead, so I have no no, idea. No, no, there's no list ahead. That takes the Let's hope you remember this interaction with me. (laughs) (laughs) Since you don't remember the first one, but I get it. I'm one of those forgettable guys. Don. Here we go. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Word association. Can I throw some words in too? No. Okay. Yeah, you always do. I don't know why you're <laughs> like you're pretending to ask. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Leader. Servant. Success. Faithfulness. College. <laughs> University of Southern Mississippi. Okay. You didn't say K State, so that's well, good. Well, Even, uh, <laughs> no. Should I mention that? I'm a fourth generation Alabama fan. Oh, so, whoa, no, it's you tough should right not now. mention that. I know. You're going down. I know that. <laughs> we might. We'll see. <laughs> I've heard a lot of talk this week from yeah. my fellow K State you know friends. It, and I'm waiting. We'll see what happens Ooh. on the field. Yes. <laughs> you, Wildcats. Let's do it. Can you cut that I'm married out, to a Jayhawk, though. Uh, oh, I will wow. say that. So. Wow. getting deep in here. But it's basketball, so it's, it's coming up. Uh, <laughs> failure. Get back up. Nice. Entrepreneur? Just one word. That's hard. These are my favorite people. You're the chair. You can do what you want. (laughs) Oh, well, in that case. (laughs) Entrepreneur, I would just say my favorite people. Okay. Wichita? Home. Vacation? Anywhere near a beach. Hero? My husband. Chamber. Wichita Chamber. Oh, I'm glad you said that, Wichita Chamber. (laughs) Friends. Family. So important. Fun. Football. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if it's fun anymore. Uh, Last but not least, and you have to tell the truth about it, beverage. Oh, I'm Diet Coke girl. Was that the truth? It's right. I've got one right here. We'll just take it. We'll take it. We'll take it and run. (laughs) Take it and run. Thanks for coming through, Joy. Always good to see you. It's great to be here. Thanks for what you guys do for our businesses in Wichita. It's really important. It's fun. It is. It really is. We appreciate the opportunity to help share some of the stories and highlight it. So thank you for being our guest again. And uh, thank you for uh, accepting Don's invite to come here. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes people want to run away when I see his email. <laughs> so, again, thank you so very much. So much. Uh, we look forward to supporting your 2023 year-end initiatives. All right. Thanks. Definitely. All right, friends. If you would, please like and share this with whomever you think would find value. If you would also let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.
The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's Small Business Initiatives are made possible by our Small Business Program Investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.